0: I'm trying to claim that on this podcast, we don't talk about sports, but I probably will. First, what's happening in Windsor, Ontario? I used to listen to a radio station, CKLW, in Windsor, Ontario, but they didn't say Windsor, Ontario. Their jingle said, in the Motor City, that was when I was, in my earliest days in the radio profession in suburban Cleveland, Ohio, police moved in to clear, did I say who I am? Police moved in to clear and arrest the remaining protesters near the busiest U.S.-Canadian border crossing Sunday That would be Sunday on Valentine's Eve. On the eve of the 14th would be the 13th. They started clearing vehicles and arresting people, and you're hearing about it. You're hearing about it, even though you may have already heard. You're hearing about it on Mockery Rocks. I am old Patrick, Patrick Boggs, so... The Windsor police said more than two dozen people were peacefully arrested. Seven vehicles were towed and five were seized near the Ambassador Bridge that links Detroit and Windsor. Today our national economic crisis at the Ambassador Bridge came to an end. So said the mayor of uh, Windsor, Ontario, his name, Drew Deakins. He expressed hope. Border crossings will start happening again. The bridge will reopen when it is safe to do so. And I, as the mayor spoke, Defer to the police and border agencies to make the determination about when it is safe. But the bridge remained closed as a snowstorm hit the area, and Windsor Police Chief Pamela Mizuno didn't offer a timetable for reopening There are steps we need to take in order to reopen the roadways so that we don't encounter the same issue, she said at a news conference. We need to ensure we are able to maintain the traffic flow. Only a few protesters had remained after police on Saturday persuaded demonstrators to move The pickup trucks and cars they had used to block a crossing that sees 25% of all trade between the two countries. The entirety of the two countries, 25%, that's considerable. U.S. President Joe Biden's administration, not him, but his administration, on Sunday acknowledged the resolution to that demonstration. Besides protesters, there were counter-protesters. Clayton Goodwin, a 45-year-old military veteran who was among the counter-protesters, said it was time for residents to stand up against the protesters. I'm Horrified that other veterans would be down there co-opting my flag. Co-opting my service, he said. It's a grift. The city was free. We're 92% vaccinated. We're ready to support our businesses. Colleen Sinclair, another counter-protester, said the demonstrators have had enough time to have their discontent heard and need to move on with police force, if it comes down to that. There were protesters. There were counter-protesters. A lady from Ocala, Florida. I talked about my personal experience listening to radio while in radio and listening to the radio station in Windsor, Ontario. Again, from my personal experience with my Japanese family, we went to Ocala, California. in the summertime a few years ago. The young lady by the name of Erin Jackson is from there And she is the Olympic speed skater for the 500-meter race. And she won, and she got the gold, and she's 29 years old. Jackson's skin color, I think the writer of the piece, Pays too much attention to skin color, but still, her skin color makes her an anomaly. At the speed skating oval, she joined fellow American Shani Davis as the only black athletes to win long track medals at the Olympics. I just hope that it will do something for the sport. Jackson said of her groundbreaking victory. Hopefully, more people will see this and be like, oh, maybe I should try some of these winter sports. Back in Florida, Ocala, Jackson's longtime inline coach, Renee Hillebrand, cheered her on. At an early morning watch party thrown by one of her roller sport sponsors, Bont, spelled B O N T. Hillebrand, too, hopes that Jackson's victory will bring some much needed diversity to skating, no matter if it's wheels or blades. Hildebrand referring to Jackson. She's such a fantastic role model. That was from a telephone interview. Jackson's gold came after she slipped at the U.S. trials and shockingly finished third, putting her spot on the Olympic team in jeopardy. However, teammate Brittany, boy, another Ocala skater who finished first at the trials, gave up her spot in the 500, the 500-meter 500 race, to ensure Jackson would get a chance to compete at the Winter Games in China. She made a really big sacrifice for me, Jackson said. I'll be grateful to her for Ever. When it comes to the 500, the 500 meters, it's a matter of hundredths and sometimes thousandths of a second, said Ryan Shimabukuro, Jackson's coach, when she's on ice. I knew she had the speed. And it was going to come down to the opener when I saw she opened in 10.3, which is pretty much the fastest she's ever done. I knew we had a chance for the gold. Jackson kept up her speed through the first turn, down the crossing straight and on through the final turn, even though every stride brought more and more pain. Both arms were swinging furiously as she came down the final straightaway of speed skating shortest race. As soon as her skates crossed the line, Jackson's head turned toward the scoreboard. She broke into a big smile. Of course, things change like the medal count and then they change again and again and again and again but the leader on monday morning japan time for all medals 21 is norway so far so far so good for norway 11 medals total two golds for japan where i live and for the usa 12 medals and six a gold And again, as I'm recording for you, uh, the Super Bowl is going on. A famous running back who was not going to play in the Super Bowl still had some sort of Super Bowl event to attend. So he was in the Los Angeles area long-time NFL running back Adrian Peterson was arrested hours before Super Bowl LVI. That means uh, 56, I believe, according to TMZ. I don't know who TMZ is, but, you know, it's in bold font, so it must mean something. He was, some years ago, an MVP, but he and his wife had a dispute on an airliner trying to leave Los Angeles, LAX, and somebody called somebody. He faces a felony domestic violence charge stemming from an incident just four miles from SoFi Stadium, where the big game was taking place, but the writer puts that in, has nothing to do with the actual incident. He's getting on a plane with his wife, and they, uh, they get angry at each other, and the police had to come. Peterson was reportedly removed from a plane attempting to take off for Houston after an apparent verbal and physical altercation between him and his wife, whose name is Ashley Brown. Law enforcement informed TMZ that the 36-year-old running back last seen in a brief stint with the Seahawks in 2021 was booked at LAX after airport police received a morning call reporting a disturbance on an aircraft. A preliminary investigation which included required alerts to the FBI. Peterson was then taken into custody. I think I have to say every time I do a rock of mockery each time I have to say that we're working toward March 4th. And on that date, we will, we will publish on Patreon. Oh, it's gonna be so pretty. My elder grandson encourages my efforts and he saw the artwork, he thinks it's okay. It's gonna be so pretty. Thank you so much for listening to this rock of mockery.